0: Hello and welcome to the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you live a happier, healthier, and stronger life. Building a life that you love starts with you owning your health and intentionally creating the best version of yourself. So if you're looking to better understand how proper nutrition, daily movement, mindset work, and strength training can help you create a life full of happiness and health, then you are in the right place. I genuinely hope the tips, tricks, and information we share will be your catalyst for change. I'm your host, Lauren Heiser. It's time to dive in.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. I'm your host, Adam Lane. With me today, Mr. Scott Carpenter from PT Legends. Scott, thanks for joining us. I love to be here, man. Thank you for inviting me on. I appreciate it, Adam. Yeah. Scott, this is exciting. I know you're a busy guy. You got lots going on. (laughs) You carved out a little time. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's what I love to do.
2: I mean, really what got me into this business in the first place was... Fitness became such a huge mm-hmm. part of my quality of life yeah, and saved me when I was in a really tough spot in my life. So that's what I love to do. I love helping give that gift, and I'm just doing it in different
1: ways today than yeah. I was doing it 14 years
2: ago. Yeah,
1: very cool. So, Scott, for the tens of people that listen to the show that don't know you and know how big of a deal you are, we, we grew up just down the street from each other. Um not exactly down the street, down the interstate from each other, but but close but enough. close enough. Yes. Do you Do you want to tell people who you are and and why you're such a big deal?
2: Oh, jeez, many leather <laughs> leather bound books written. In my library. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I grew up around Chicago land in Naperville and Aurora primarily. My I've got family in the more rural areas. Went to U of I graduated with that degree in economics my path was getting the nice safe stable job with the big company there you go Illini and yep exactly (laughs) and uh I I went down that path and then I found myself really depressed I didn't know it at the time but I was very depressed I wasn't happy with my life and um it just wasn't my path that's a path for a lot of people it wasn't my path right and believe it or not, I don't know if you know this Adam but my idea of getting like uh, being successful at 21 year old college graduate was getting a higher paying job than my friends. I don't know if you know this, but I actually started working for Philip Morris out of high school. Oh yeah. Shocking. Okay. Right. (laughs) So that's for those of you who don't know, that's like Marlboro. Yeah. And, and I, I just really, I was very unhappy. And so what happened was that I had started getting into health and fitness big time. Right. And it just I went down that rabbit hole when I was improving my body. I love the way I I felt. I love the energy I had the way this was something I could c- control in my life. I didn't like my job. I didn't feel in control of my career. I didn't like where it was heading. I didn't know what to do. But this I could get control of. And so it was massively changing. And then this gap is widening between what I'm doing for a living and ethically what I feel responsible. For, right. And so I'm like, I'm done. I'm out of this. And I, I also needed to get out from around where I grew up. So moved cross country to Arizona. And I started pursuing a career in something that I was passionate about. So got certified, started as a trainer um, in Arizona where there's palm trees and, and pools and and all that kind of stuff. And I started over doing something that I actually love to do because it had such a big effect on my quality of life. Mm-hmm. I wanted to to help other people make that change as well. Very cool, very yeah.
1: cool. You, you were the Marlboro man.
2: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I feel like so bad <laughs> saying it now, but again, it led me up to this point. And uh, so yeah, I worked for that big box gym for a while, um, but I'm all about getting like, I, I've been on a quest to really change lives. Yeah. And y- you need to do more than just count reps and maybe sell supplements at big box gyms. Yeah. So that's that's when I realized like, hey, I gotta do my own thing. Mm-hmm right and do it my way and find right find out what that best way is and constantly evolve it so became a gym owner 10 years ago and then now i've got six locations um in arizona and we've really mastered changing lives and creating transformations and so now i teach other gyms how to do that and do that even better than they already are um so that's what i do which is why you see if you're watching this on video, you see a PT legend sign. That's, that's mm-hmm. what that is, is we help other gym owners and fitness professionals really master that art of coaching and, and helping people make life changes. Um, so they can keep results for a lifetime.
1: Yeah. So we, we gimmically named this, this podcast, the last diet you'll ever need. Um, which is, yeah. which is perfect. That's fantastic. Only it's the one cookie diet. This Spoiler is a alert. Just, yeah, just cookie diet. Yeah. You don't even have to cook the cookies just to do, <laughs> do the cookie dough, straight the cookie dough. Yep. And, Cookie dough. Save yourself the the time of trying to bake things and <laughs> and and go to town. So, I mean, it's, got, it's so interesting just looking on the the fitness side of things, where we look at the fitness side of things, and and different places do things in different ways. You have your big box gyms where it's just you know. Whatever, they, they don't even know that you're there half the time, or you know, blah blah blah, and you're just they just run your credit card, you know, for your 29 mm-hmm. bucks a month every month. Um, and then then you have your 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 higher end stuff, you have your in between, um, you know, stuff too, which is always interesting. Um, so the, the way you guys have been able to because obviously you're doing it well, okay, and it's you know, it you guys PT. Personal training. Uh, you guys have very much dialed in on people and and met people at their level, and that's where I see so yeah. many people falling, you know, through the cracks because they're trying to fit this program where the program should fit them. Um, and so, when you see somebody for, for for the first time, or your coaches see people for the first time, um, how what should be done if somebody's looking to create, you know? habit-based changed have one diet to get them into the point where they are you know happy healthy and strong and, and get to that nice healthy healthy place what's step one here
2: yeah and this is where this is where you can find phenomenally talented people in the fitness industry mm-hmm. and they'll all give you different answers yeah. <laughs> right yeah. and there's no clear cut and then experts will disagree over everything even like world renowned and yeah. what what's the best mm-hmm. way and the main thing is is There isn't one way like that's kind of the secret behind it. There's no one best diet. It's not out there. And the like diet implies you're either on it or you're off of it. And for the majority of your life, you're going to be off of it. (laughs) So the best diet is never to do it in the first place. Typically, with exceptions, sometimes it's like, hey, I'm going to get a little bit of a kickstart for 30, 60 days. But they don't have any plan on what to do afterwards. It's really all about. Changing your habits, and the key is your habits, not person A, like generic person A or B, right? Everyone's at a different starting point. Everyone has different obstacles, and whether it's cravings, late night cravings, whether they have, you know, it, it, they're they're filling their they're meeting the needs of their emotions through food. Mm-hmm whether it's convenience whether they're just lost and purposeless they all have different things and struggle with different things some people you know don't do anything all day long right and they fill that with food others are far too busy with kids and after school activities and getting groceries and you name it you know i've got two kids i know how that goes it's not not easy <laughs> no it's not easy so so the first step is hey let's get real on where you're at now let's learn Like what are your eating habits now? Like and being truthful with it. Because I can't tell you, and you know this, Adam, too, from from being in the industry. We tend to lie to other people and we also tend to lie to ourselves about what we eat and how often. Right? Because I can ask, hey, what do you typically like snack on? I said, Oh, I'm not a big snacker. And then I can let it go for a couple of minutes and like so when you do kind of like fall off the wagon like what's the main thing you go to like oh I crush bags of chips usually when I'm watching sports how many you watch sports three or four nights a week I love right? sports it's like you just you just told me right but it's not that they're being yeah. purposely deceptive but we it's so easy to lie to ourselves it's so easy to discount how much quantity we eat too yeah. it's very deceptive and um so we have to be really aware of this and approach it in a completely non-judgmental way yeah. and that's why like i like to share like dude i can't be around oreos man <laughs> i can't, i'm not the yeah. hey let's yeah. open up and i'll have two or three yeah. forget it like i'll have two or three rows if i open up a package of oreos in the evening i will at least have two rows And without a shadow of a doubt, I will crush whatever's left on that third row in the morning for breakfast. It's disgusting. Yeah, (laughs) really disgusting. But so like that's one thing I just like eh, we're never buying that. Right. And uh, so we have to be real with who we are and our limitations and the psychology like you're not lazy. You don't have low willpower like we, we need to just improve where we're at right now. And to do that, we have to be honest with our coach, and we've got to be honest with ourselves, yeah. right? And look at it for what it is, without shame, without yeah. guilt. We all struggle with this. I've struggled with this. I still struggle with it, mm-hmm. right? And and so you have to look at that. Where are you now? And it depends on who you are. Like some people are ready to make two or three decent decent-sized changes right now. Yeah. Other people, like we got to start small.
1: Yeah,
2: we got to start small because the idea is the last diet you'll ever need, right? The idea is we're going to change the way you eat for a lifetime. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're you're never going to have pizza again because that's just not going to happen, yeah. right? We need you making great decisions and increasingly better decisions over time so that you eat great 80 to 90% of the time and you still get to indulge and, and celebrate your kid's birthday and do those things, right? This should enhance your quality of life not make you miserable
1: that's fantastic that's the only way it
2: happens right
1: yeah so um in, in our house it's chewy chips ahoy um i love the chewy <laughs> chips ahoy i because i can eat like three at once like i don't have to like do one at a time i can all three and, and go there you go and there so you go. so my my dark secrets are my wife will now because i'm the same way i there's no way i'm gonna eat one or two, but my wife can. I don't know how she does it. I have no idea. It makes no yeah. sense to me.
2: My wife can do that too. Oh my God.
1: To open up a brand new thing of cookies and and to have one and then to fold it back up and put it in the cupboard, how I don't understand. Um, seriously, th- seriously, have some... <laughs> you can go after it go after it i mean this is this is nonsense <laughs> so she's now to the point where she will go grocery shopping and then she will hide the cookies somewhere in the kitchen like in some weird random like behind the blender underneath the you know the cupboard da 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 and that one time where i happen to be looking for the blender then i you know stumble upon the cookies mm. um am like what are you doing I she's like you're not supposed I to hide i ask find her them.
2: to hide stuff for me
1: yeah well,
2: you that, know i volunteer that cuz again you change your environment becomes easier yeah Bottom line is is if if I'm in that snacking mode and I go from the fridge to the freezer to the pantry to the fridge to the freezer yeah. to the pantry, at some point, like when I pass the thing I shouldn't have, I'll, at some point I'm going to reach and eat it. Yeah. So if I just don't see it, I don't buy it. It's out of sight. It's way easier, right?
1: See, now I so. My wife started I didn't even ask her to, to hide it but she was upset that I kept eating all of her cookies um and so then by default she started okay you know she didn't tell me and then we just these are the secrets we have in our marriage she hides these things from me which I appreciate um yes yes <laughs> um no I love I, I love this whole thing I, I I think it's i I think it's hard for people to be honest with themselves um it, 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 let alone with, with, with another human. And I think this is why you need another human to, to kind of pull this out of you because mm-hmm. you, you, you keep saying the, the, the same stuff over and over, what you what you think your problem might be, and it's not really your problem. You're just saying, you know, things. You don't realize how many times a week you're watching sports. Or, you know, I, I, I overeat when I get stressed out. Well, how much are you stressed out? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, most of the, th- you know... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> most of the time, you know, all it. the time, yeah, most most of the days, all of the days, yes, <laughs> days where I go to work, you know, those yeah, days, why, yeah. exactly, you know, and and so I, I I don't know, that that's why I think it's so, it's so fantastic to I mean and, and this is what we try to obviously do with our people and stuff like that, but to to you know to have those conversations to to ask those hard questions, um and and to dig a little and dig a little and, and dig a little and I, I think, and and you you your attitude for it is fantastic in the way of hey, there's no judgment here, like we're we we don't care. Like it doesn't, we all have our things. We all have our vices in in some way, shape or form. Um, and and I think the the second people are able to, you know, vocalize that. And Mm. I don't know, I think it's a weight that gets lifted off their, you know, off their back. And and then they can actually like, Oh, okay, this is, this is step one. And then, you know, they, they go in and attack it.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And you're totally right. People need another perspective on it. And for a lot of reasons and because, yeah, you're not going to see the same limitations. And and you think like you might be thinking if you're listening to this, oh, I got to change this and this and this or I got to cut that out and that out and that. Maybe not. Yeah. Sometimes your coach can find one thing that you're easily willing to give up. And that alone, just cutting that out or cutting back on the or just putting this little, little tiny limitation on it. Can help you lose that first ten or fifteen pounds. It's yeah. sometimes it's as simple as
1: that, yeah.
2: and you don't know that. And nutrition is confusing out there. You have been told how many different things have you been told about nutrition that have been conf- like conflicted <laughs> later on, or yeah. whatever, compromised, or they went back on over the last several decades. Yeah, a billion of them. Yeah, it's really hard to sift through everything. It, there's a lot of misinformation out there. You know, Google like are grapes good good for you? You'll literally get like six answers, three good, three bad, right? And none of it's relevant to you. Yeah. In in a prime example, like everybody's heard is like, oh yeah, don't eat iceberg lettuce, eat like romaine or something else because iceberg lettuce doesn't have a whole lot of nutrients in it. It's like that <laughs> stuff. It, it it gives me an aneurysm. Because you are splitting hairs. That's literally the, the the healthiest thing this person's ever eaten in five years. And you're convincing them, not good, don't eat that, not good enough. Go with something else. Yes. Like
1: come on. That that's the reason you're not in great shape right now. You're eating way right. too much iceberg lettuce and too much iceberg lettuce. Oh yeah. <laughs> not enough nutrients. <laughs> you're but mal- that's like you're malnourished. That's there.
2: Right? <laughs> And and so that's why you want a coach like to, to cut through to like it's almost like like if if you're sick and you're prescribed medicine, the doctor is going to want to put you on the effective minimal dose. Like more is not better, right? You need enough of it, and that's kind of how you want to approach your eating habits. You don't want to go from zero to 100 miles an hour, and you're just oh yeah, I can have chicken and asparagus all day long, but as much as I want you'll never do it. Like, let's, let's, let's work you up gradually until you can get a, get a hang of it. And it's easy. So like, that's what I approach everything with is I'm in front of this person who has these challenges, who has these cravings, these likes, they hate these foods. Right. And I look at all this stuff and I'm like, how can we make weight loss easier for this person? What's the easiest way we can take an approach? not let me give you some meathead bodybuilder diet to to shred out yeah. right pop some veins <laughs> it's just they're not gonna do it yeah. and that's where I think a lot of fitness professionals make mistakes because they want to they want to take somebody and and give them what they eat yeah it's like they're not there they probably never will be there they never want to be there because a lot of times you know meatheads especially if you're coming for the personal training indes- mm. industry industry like, that's your thing. You love that. Yeah. It's not yeah. difficult for you to eat th- in that way because you're committed, man. But the other person, they've got a job and they've got a career and they've got to cart their kids to baseball. Then they've got to take their daughter to ice skating. And then they've got to do this birthday party. And then they got the PTA meeting. Like, yeah, like on and on and on and on. Right. That, so that's most of our members right there.
1: That's exactly who you described is 98% of our gym. Yep. <laughs> Yep. And the cool thing is, is like I don't work in my gyms anymore
2: no. and I've got two kids and we're getting involved in all these things. So it's I'm really getting intimately involved with like all the challenges that come with people like us, you know, which I didn't have that perspective 14 years ago either.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I think it's fun. The the, the whole the whole habit-based change, and I, I think people look at it and they're like, "Yeah, I think that's a good thing." Da da da. I look at I look at my father-in-law, and he he's 80 years old, and he's he, he's former military, um, and grew up in West Virginia, and and forever, forever, he wakes up at five o'clock in the morning, like always. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 you know, and just. That's just what he does. Like it didn't matter if he was you know 22 or now 80. Like he 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 wakes up early, and and does his thing and does you know all the things that Jerry has to do in the morning and, and stuff like that. And if you were just to, to mention to somebody like, well, hey, you know, we need to get get you going in the morning or get you walking before you go off to work or da 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 da, and I need you to wake up at five o'clock every single day. You know, from now you know for the next month, like people might hang on for, uh, you know, maybe a week, maybe two, something like that until, like, the wheels fall off and, and stuff like that. But, like, it took him years, and it's such a silly thing there, mm-hmm. but it took him years to, like, get used to that that habit. And dada. And now the man cannot sleep in. Like, he cannot yeah. do it at all, Um, which is funny because my mother-in-law does. She has no problem with that. But so it's it's just funny to see how, like, w- once you build that, that habit into you, it just becomes automatic, and, and right. I, I really like your uh, – wasn't even an analogy I don't remember what else but the the you know the, this is not the the last diet you'll ever need this is this is your lifestyle and it's just you do it because you enjoy it and it, it works for what you do and you know it, it, it will probably change as you get older too and you absolutely kids get yeah. different things or you get different interests or you know other things kind of pop up and stuff and so like your health and wellness is gonna kind of have to adapt to to your life and and what you're doing um but man it was yeah that those, those thirty two day cleanses and you know the, oh. those blankety blank challenges and da, 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 like it just Plus fifteen pounds in a month. <laughs> Good and you put them on in four days afterwards.
2: Yeah. Right, I mean that's what happens. And just like you were saying, habits. Like when you get home and it's dark, you automatically flip on the light switch. <laughs> you don't even think about it. You just do it. Yeah. Why? Because it served. Like at some point, your brain made that connection that that's what you need to do and it serves you well, right? And that's it. You want to get these things. Like for me, do I, can I go off the the rocker sometimes and have my Oreos or whatever? Yeah, but here's the thing. It's not even really damaging because my habits are so good because I built them over so many years. I eat really well, like 90% of the time. And guess what? I don't have to try. Yeah, it's incredibly easy. And guess what? I like it because I've learned How to make these things taste good. Like that requires time and exploration. And I eat really well 90% of the time. And the other 10%, I don't even I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to worry about it anymore. So I don't even really give much of a thought to my to what I eat anymore. And ideally, that's the most freeing thing in the world. Yeah. You're never on a diet again. And you can go out to a kid's birthday party and have pizza and a small slice of cake afterward, right? You don't have to forgo everything. And yeah, yeah, if you can make it automatic, that's it. Because that's the end goal. Like running transformations and doing habit-based change, yes, the external achievement is good, where you're losing weight, you're losing inches, you're fitting better in your clothes, you're getting stronger, you have more energy. But what we really want is that internal transformation. You are somebody who works out three, four times a week because, you know, you're going to live a long quality life when you stay active. You are somebody who eats great 80, 90 percent of the time, because again, you you know that if you live the last 30 or 30, 40 years of your life with diabetes, that's going to suck. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to your kids, right? It's all about you becoming the person that you really want to be. And I think we sell ourselves short on that and it's not a diet this is a journey for you to become the best person you possibly can't be
1: so it's funny that you bring up the the diabetes thing so my my father is 73 um, mm-hmm. they my, my mom and dad went down they little whatever they're retired now they went down to Alabama for the month of January because they're old and that's what they do Um so they, they enjoyed the, 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 you know, all the, all the, all the food down there. And, uh, they were active, not insanely active, but, da-da. but anyway dad came back, had a doctor's appointment, had a A1C of 12.6 and had a fasting blood glucose of three Oh three. And so the doctor is like, this is a problem. Um, we have two options. We can just medicate you right now, or we can give you a few months to try to get this in order. Um, but then didn't really give him any guidance after that. No nutritional, yeah. you know, whatever after that, just, you know. Just eat good. Um, but then in the same breath was like, you know, you know, I don't know. It's okay if you have dessert a few times a week and And, and just, again, just my dad left very confused with, with what he's trying to do. Long story short is, um, we coached him up a little bit. Um, which is funny because I've been in this business for a while, but this is the first time he's asked for like nutritional stuff. Um, and uh, over the last seven months, he he dropped the twelve point six down to a six, um, six point oh, and then his three oh three fasting blood glucose down to a, a ninety seven. Um, wow! But it was it was funny to watch. Like we we kind of and I love my mother, but I kind of felt fought my mother more because mm-hmm. like dad got into the groove where like he was having you know eggs and in, in bacon most mornings. He, he, they used to be big on oatmeal and stuff like that, and they, they just pivoted a little bit just to, you know, hey. Da, da, da. But my mom missed these foods. Like, well, shouldn't he be getting a variety, and shouldn't he be da-da-da? But Dad got to the point, like, she was fighting me more than Dad was because, like, he got to the point where he, it, this was very habitual. He 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 felt good, like he he felt mm-hmm. good. He lost about almost twenty pounds, seventeen pounds, you know, through this process. And he wasn't huge to begin with, but he he went from about two ten down to like low one nineties, and it, it just it was funny. <laughs> just just he got again so habitual with it, going for a walk after a meal and yada mm-hmm. yada yada, and it was it, it just it it took a while. It was not like Rome built in a day type of thing. Right. Um. And we had some ups and downs, you know, with the whole thing, but it was, it was interesting. By the end, I was more fighting my mother who had not established these habits because she's still, you know, and she's been more moderate through the, through the years. I don't know if there's something with women and being more moderate than guys are, but, um, her and my wife are are similar with that, with their, their, whatever, um, my wife is as well. Yeah. Just being more, you know, just Mm -hmm. nothing crazy with it. Um, so I don't, It, it just, it, it's interesting that, that now I really feel like, that he's built these habits and because uh, cause you're right, holy cow, to live the last, you know, 20, 30 years of your life being diabetic just sounds terrible. Like that that sounds like an awful way to go. Like that's not how I want to die. Um, I, I, yeah. So, uh, oh, sorry, I thought you nail, hit the nail on the head with the, that, that whole thing. So important. It's quality of life, yeah. you know,
2: and I, I, I made a post out there just this morning for more for business owners. But you know, it's kind of challenging them. I just I just did like it's very relevant to this conversation because I think what I said was, um, you know, have you given up on your dream business and just settle it for being average, mediocre? Right. As a question mark. And then I just said, you know, chances are like the market, you know, the market hasn't failed you. You've just given up on your dreams. Yeah. And a lot of times, like if you are really struggling in these things. Like think back years ago when you were younger. Like, did you really want to be, you know, the bigger person who hobbles around and has to take all these medications? Is that really what you envision your life being? Yeah. Even maybe go back to when you are 16. Is that yeah. th- is that what you wanted? It's not. Yeah. You know, and you have to be. Re- it's, it's, it's it's like somebody did that emoji back to that because another <laughs> business owner because he's like oh that hurts a little bit yeah. but it is yeah. and that's okay like we all struggle with this no matter what your point your starting point is where you're at now it's okay yeah like we all get off track let's just be really honest with it instead of doing that yeah i'd like to lose a little bit of weight but mainly i just you know want to get a little bit better shape when you know dang well the route you're heading on is where your parents have been or wherever it is and you know the repercussions. Let's just be honest with it. Non-judgmental because we all struggle with it. But that being, really giving a, an honest self-audit, it's a hard thing to do. It's a scary thing to do. We have to confront some some stuff that we'd rather not confront.
1: So, And so, that's the first step.
2: That's the first step in creating that change.
1: So to, to dig into that, I, I I sometimes struggle with people giving the... Um, oh, my parents had this, so now I have this they they had high blood pressure, I have high blood pressure. they had mm-hmm. diabetes, I have diabetes da, 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 da. um what how, how do you walk people through that through because I would make the argument that you know, regardless of if you're diabetic or not like your your parents were diabetic or not you you probably don't have to be like that. You can probably make some life changes where where you can be happy and healthy and strong through your later Mm -hmm. years. Um, Not saying that, you know, genetics don't have a thing, but like that seems to be a big hang up with people. And then they just accept their fate. Oh, this is me. This is me. Thoughts? Yeah.
2: I mean, people are dealt different cards genetically. No doubt about it. Some people are just have amazing genetics. They're built to be lean, you know, and they get away with more. And people use it. The other argument around too. And especially with poor eating or even smoking. Like, well, my grandfather used to have whiskey in the morning and blah, blah, blah. And he smoked and he lived, you know, it was fine until he was, you know, he lived to be 98. Congratulations. Your grandfather won the lottery. Yeah. like He won the lottery that exists out there. And then we we go the other way and we just resign ourselves to failure. So the bottom line is, is everybody has different genetic potentials. Yeah. Mentally, physically, this, that, the other. It is not acceptable for you to just accept that as truth. And like, I can't change anything or use that as an excuse. And this kind of comes, I'm a big fan of stoic philosophy and you can feel, Hey, if you want to feel sorry for yourself, great, get out in five minutes. And then you say, can't change it. Okay. And then you figure out what you can do about it. The other way out is, is just, I mean, that's what, that's what weaker people do and we've all done it. We've, we all have weak moments. You might have been weak your whole life, but guess what? You don't have to be weak today or tomorrow. Yeah. And weak doesn't mean you don't fail, right? And make mistakes. And so yeah, you might be genetically predispositioned to carry more weight or have high blood pressure. But guess what? If you just say, Well, nothing I can do about that, you're you're if you have those things genetically and you just use that as an excuse, guess what? You're gonna die early. Yeah. I mean, it's that's rough to say. But statistically, like, you're going to die early. And do you really want to do that? You have a lot to live for. You have a lot to live for. So don't don't take it lightly. So give yourself the grace, but then also be like, demand more from yourself. You know, and I can say, like, the, the, the reason that I like talking about this is because I can give you every instance in my life where I have used these same excuses on me. Right. And if I look back at like my 20s, I, I feel like I wasted my 20s, you know, <laughs> I was partying, I was avoiding a lot of the pain that I was in. I dealt with stuff in a very poor manner. And, um, as, and maybe I was young, maybe I was stupid, maybe I was weak, maybe I was whatever. But bottom line is, is I decided to make a change, right? Physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, you name it. And uh, it's, it's changed my life. It's changed my life. And again, that's what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about helping others do that.
1: I find it disheartening that so, so many people just kind of accept that faith. And I, I think that that attitude that you have there, Scott, is exactly what, what kind of people need to hear. And, um, yeah, and I, I get frustrated with our medical society or community that, mm. like, it's so easy. Because, really, my dad's doctor was ready just to, you know, hey, we'll prescribe you these meds. Hey, here's your metformin. You'll be good to go. Have a good day. And it's like uh, – you have a lot to live for. Like, yeah. let, let's not just bank on hoping that the metformin does what it's supposed to do. And da, da da and you know, any of the, you know, side effects that could come from this and da 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 da, or side effects from long-term usage and y- yada, yada, yada. Like that's just stuff I don't, I, I don't want to mess with. And it is, is scary. Um, I think that's exactly what people need to hear.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. It's, I'm sorry if I'm like, like challenging anybody and like, Oh, I feel kind of crappy about myself. Cause I'm guilty of those things. Um, don't feel guilty. You just are where you are. So let's change it. Let's work on changing it. Right. And what can we do to make that easy? Right. And, and I mean, Adam and Oak strength, like they have an amazing program to help people do this kind of stuff. Amazing program to help people do this kind of stuff. And if you're listening to this, you're like, that sounds good, but I'm not quite there. Great. Start walking, start getting outside and walking change, make one meal a little bit better, right? One meal a day, just a little bit better. Start there. Right. But again, guys, if, if you want to see like this amazing kind of code, like this, these many kind of results, like get a coach for it. Tell me one world class performer, not even world class, <laughs> somebody who competes, who doesn't have a coach to help their progress. Yeah, it, do, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. Guess where I learned tons of this stuff. Right. Yeah. A lot of people who knew more than I did and I worked with them. I read their stuff, I hired them, whatever it is. Same thing with with whether it's business or health or anything. If you wanna get ahead faster and you wanna get there faster, work with somebody who specializes in it. Yeah. And what it does, the cool thing is, is well, that costs money, yeah, good, good. You know what, in my gyms, are we got better results for people when we actually raise prices. Because there's more skin in the game. Yeah. And that's just how human psychology works. Yeah. That's just how human psychology works. When you have more skin in the game, when you're sacrificing it, you value it more. You're not going to waste your time. And again, practice what I preach. Like this stuff has all happened to me. Uh, you know, NESM, right? Mm-hmm. National Academy of Sports Medicine. Mm-hmm. Well, I got my first certification through there, my CPT, and then I got my CS and my PES. And when I was working for the big box gym, it helped bump up my pay. It increased my education. I, You know, six or seven hundred bucks a pop, which was a lot to me, you know, at that stage in the game. But I took it seriously. I learned from it. I grew from it. Boom, all that kind of stuff. Well, I knew somebody at NASM later who wanted to get me the weight loss certification for free, which was one that I was more interested in than anything else. Guess what, though? I never took it. I never took it, which is stupid, but I had a lot going on then, and I didn't sacrifice my own money, so I didn't place the same value on it. Ironically, because that's the one that I would have rather done more than anything else. I'm no different than anybody else listening out there. It's just I found unique ways to get over these challenges, and and so do you, right?
1: I, I have a buddy who has a gym. Oh god, he's probably. He's probably 45 minutes down the road. Like, he's, he's, he's we're not competitors. Like, he, he's got a whole new different, but he tried for the month of, I think it was do, 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 month, month of July, but basically free memberships. Like, if you want to, if you want to start, you know, you're totally free, blah, 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 blah. And I forgot how many people he had sign up. Like, hey, da, 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 huge list. Half of them never set foot in the gym. Like, they registered online. Mm-hmm. Half of them never actually walked into the gym. Free. Totally free. Yep. Did a, but then he just went through the numbers, you know, of, you know, of them, hey, 30% came three days and then they were done. Like it was just, he, he just went through and it's it just really interesting, like in the way of like, you, you kind of have to put your money where your mouth is sometimes and, and whatnot. Cause if you do, then it's, it's something that actually is, is meaningful for you. And then you, you keep showing up for yeah. and, and, and stuff like that. And I know all this, the stuff that I've done, you know, business wise and just work with you guys, like, like it's, you know, if I'm, I'm just put money into it. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to do it. I think that certification thing is funny. Cause I, I can relate to, to those things. Um, I studied my tail off for the CSCS. Cause I knew how much it costs and they want to set mm-hmm. light that money on fire because you know, it's, you know, you know, there, there are a lot of, only, I, I think, 50%, 49% like passed during the first time. I'm like, gosh, I don't want to be that guy that had yeah. that has to retake that stupid test and then pay an extra whatever it was on top of it. And, you know, for retakes and da, 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 da. Scott, that's perfect. I think that's fantastic.
2: There's another Jed that I was, I was just at a business trip with a bunch of gym owners. And same thing, same story exact that he when he first opened his gym, he had a thing for was for free. And he. It was a donut like the amount of people that showed up was zero when he did the same thing, but just did an intro package. They paid for it. Totally different results. Yeah, totally different. Re- Isn't it funny? Like you- and I remember like if you want this person was having a hard time getting rid of like a dresser that they put out on the curb with a sign for free for it. Right. Couldn't nobody would come pick it up. Nobody would come pick up this free dresser. OK, so. Thanks, marketing. one hundred and one replaces the sign, puts $50 on it, throws it on there, and the next day it was stolen. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, but that's how the human brain works. It's so funny. Yeah. And that's why you yeah. need to coach. Like Our brains trick us so many times. They'll convince you that I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. I'll start Monday. And you do brain scans, and they show when you think of your future self, it's more like when you're thinking of a stranger. Like magically, your future self, your Monday starting the week new self is never gonna have the same temptations or exhaustion or or any of the any of the issues that you have today. Yeah. Right. Oh, I'll just be a totally new Scott Carpenter tomorrow without all these same problems that I've had for the last thirty nine years. Yeah. <laughs> Strange. We're we're funny animals, you know? <laughs>
1: Yeah, doesn't does not work like that. Not not that easy. God, Mm-mm. Scott, this is great. I I really appreciate your time. I want to be cognizant of your, your time because I, I know I know you're a busy guy. Is there anything that you wish that I would have asked you that we missed? Gosh, I really wished Adam would have asked me about blinkety blank. That's
2: a good question. That's a good question. You're really putting me on the spot. I know. This is totally. Um, <laughs> shoot. I think no, I think it's pretty pretty good. Yeah. I think it's been pretty good. Other than like, I would probably just say like, yeah, if you ask me what my number one driver is in everything that I do.
1: Scott, what's your number one driver in everything that you do?
2: My number one driver in everything I do, and this extends to health. It extends to my career, my family my friends, um, my spirituality, is I feel it is my duty to become successful in all areas of my life. I think we there's this false assumption that if you're career-driven or this or that, you can't have everything else. And you can. You can because you just make it easy. Hey, what's the easiest way I can achieve success here? Just do it. Yeah. so i i think i think it's a mindset like i don't take it lightly like it's my duty to become successful in all these areas of my life it's not a preference oh i'd like to do that it's my responsibility to do that and it's it's for me but it's also so i can be an amazing example for for my kids for my family for my peers for my clients you name it it's my duty to be as successful as I possibly can be in all areas of my life
1: that's fantastic I I think I think it's I think it's so easy for people to get derailed with that and to like hey my focus is on my job my career and this is what I'm doing I I don't have time for family right now or even if they do have a family it's like oh my god sorry kids you know dad's gonna lock himself in the you know you know, in the office and, and get all these work done and all this work done at, you know, at bedtime, you know, mm-hmm. and at the time where, you know, work should be done at, the, at that point. And I'm definitely guilty of that. Like it's, that's, you know, that's the thing. It's gotten better. It's gotten better, but like it, it's, yeah, that's fantastic. That's a perfect way to end the show, but that's, that, that's, that's awesome Scott people want to follow up more about you obviously you, you put out a lot of business stuff and, and, and stuff like that but you put out a lot of you know yep. good personal stuff too where 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 do they find Scott Scott, Carp- Scott Carpenter yeah
2: I would go uh probably Instagram now that I'm, I'm learning that kind of thing it's just a lot easier <laughs> at coach Scott Carpenter um at coach Scott Carpenter on Instagram
1: okay there we go awesome Scott I really appreciate it thank you so much for your time absolutely
2: adam thanks for having me on the
1: show anytime beautiful beautiful thank you sir listeners thanks for listening and we will catch you on the next one
0: that's all we have for you today if you have questions want to chat or interested in seeing what we're up to between episodes head over to instagram and follow at lauren.rxtn and at oak strength together we are two companies committed to elevating your health and fitness if you like this episode please share it with someone who wants to live happy healthy and strong if you really liked it Subscribe and review our Happy Healthy Strong podcast on iTunes. Be sure to tune back in next week and remember to keep owning your health.